Welcome back to Blacker Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We're back for another episode of The Bear. I really wanted to get to the next episode, and here we are. Series was written by Catherine Shantina and Renee Goob. Goob? I think that's correct. It was directed by Joanna Kahlo once again. I gave this episode a 10 out of 10. I really enjoyed it. It delved into some pretty relatable topics. And I thought that the way in which the pace of the episode developed was really strong. I mean, really good. (laughs) Because I know how hard it was to film Uh, during the pandemic and how difficult it was to get the correlation of following those rules while also needing to film a cohesive type of storyline and this episode it was just done to perfection so kudos to not the chef but the director (laughs) but the script was really great as well Before we jump into the recap, wherever you listen to this podcast, Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, go down to the rating section, drop some stars, leave a review. My social media will be there as well. Like, share. If you want to send feedback for the next episode, blackercouch at gmail.com. And here we go. While I am typically, as you all know, not a fan of Richie. I was very intrigued by the arc in which unfolded for him and how it relates back to the childhood, which I'm sure is going to go into more depth in season two, that Carmine has grown up into. And we start with this flashback. And I was like, is that John Berthenau? John Berthenau out here playing Michael Carmine's brother his very larger than life brother who clearly is the center of the universe even during their family meal and Carmine just telling how he reacts listening to this very innocuous type of story maybe that's not the right word for it but it certainly had no point <laughs> um but he's he's uh he's glued to his brother he's glued to everything he's saying it's clear he idolizes the man and they talk of this time in which he and richie went to this bar called series and clearly met people of significance whose name i don't names i don't recognize likely because it has to do with sports and i am an absolute novice when it comes to such things the place apparently was popping my money don't jiggle jiggle it folds i'd like to see you wiggle wiggle for sure richie is trying to leave a voicemail on his answering machine and he has called himself richie the goddess of agriculture now as i was saying uh, drugs are bad you shouldn't do drugs Uh, if you do them you're bad because drugs are bad okay the climax of this story is 
Who is there to chastise them for their idiocy? Why, it's Bill Murray. This is a lively but stupid tale. Michael is recounting it, and it's an absolute red flag when Richie is recounting it to his date in the present. And I was thinking the exact same thing. Y'all too damn old to be at the bar at 6.45 in the morning. Most of us. This is how cultural society is. It's like when the Georgians were out and the aristocracy was all about being as gluttonous and disgusting and decaying teeth and just gross. Then the Victorians came along and they're like, no, the ideal person is a man that can do something with themselves. that has a brain and then all of a sudden they're like what the fuck or the moment in relatable in american culture when it was the jocks during the 80s and 90s that were the go-to guys and then all of a sudden it morphed into now women want guys with brains because <laughs> the nerds got the bank it's uh it's always been a fluent change in what is and isn't culturally acceptable depending on what timeline you're in and in if you know anything about life at this point in time you realize every decade is fucking different comes with a whole different it's like yeah everyone's like oh cancel culture sucks i was like give it 20 years <laughs> just i don't know why you're trying to to run it it's don't waste your time just stop it just accept it for what it is and hold on and wait until the waters shift back on to the show honestly richie isn't the type to even know how to treat a girl nice and this restaurant that they're in that looks really nice is a location she probably picked out and i'm not trying to be rude but he needs to stay in his lane which is strippers and women with low iq or drug druggies who want something for that that's how he even treats women because you can't expect someone who has respect for themselves to allow you to disrespect them (laughs) as part of the allure in the relationship He, of course, when he's telling Tina all about his failure, is putting it down to her lacking a sense of humor. The dishwasher came in like, I'm trying to make an announcement. Take this damn green tape off before it gets in the soapy water. Good day. He was so happy to have a voice. Sydney, excited for the risotto inspiration, wants Carmi to try it and possibly incorporate it into a dine-in or to-go type of order with Carmine not in a rush to to even give the go for the the catering which is basically what that is side of the business he admits he called all her former employees before hiring her and they all recounted the same thing. You're smart, you're talented, but you're also green and impatient. Which she points out is what? You try to say, is that what led to my failure? 
but he demurs that he simply wants the good that they got going to last as long as possible and you know increase by increments as we barely have a handle of perfecting that and thus understand Carmi taking this position because of what he's still having to perfect and it seems like perfection is his goal good enough is simply not in his vocabulary which you know most narcissists are that's why they're so good at what they do <laughs> uh seeking that out but but Walking away in the middle of a conversation, which he has done repeatedly, is annoying as hell, especially when it's tied to another member of his family, which is Sugar, who is backing on banging on the back door, causing disruption. Uh, Sydney is inspired. And instead of her mentor at this moment encouraging her, he simply wants her to focus on the task at hand which is something that he was encouraging Marcus to do last episode. So it leads to question why he is so reluctant. And I think it ties into his conversation of the competency of which Sydney can bring to everything coupled with what he can bring to the business. I think all of that is the success of that or the possible success of that and really being at a peak moment to capitalize on that success that just changing the kitchen up in this short amount of time has caused i see both sides of the argument sugar is upset because michael didn't pay taxes in five years and since he is co she is co-owner and the only responsible adult has gotten all the necessary paperwork to settle for a lower amount owed to the government so that she doesn't lose her house but needs the 2018 payroll docs which are not easily found despite Carmine saying he knows exactly where they are. Neither want to hear Richie's very unhelpful yikes. The second time he's been rejected in less than 24 hours for his useless input sweeps or just useless as a person <laughs> sweeps speaks with marcus offering his help if he ever needs it after looking over his workstation and seeing his idol which is a guy whose name i could not pronounce at least the last name so and i kind of forgot let's just be real marcus realizes he thinks that sweep thinks that he's homeless because he's got his sleeping attire or it looks like a pillow and a blanket but no he's just been obsessing over his donuts he says so you're just psycho (laughs) and sleeping in the kitchen to stay on top of things sweep says if you want to get perfection start with a shower oh that's nasty oh they're so nasty 
a sure sign to know you stink is if you have to ask yourself or say something like not even that bad do not even no just smell good we did casually brush over the fact that sweeps played for the cubs you always got that neighborhood old schooler with a hella mystery backstory Sydney notices Richie's melancholy and he admits he isn't happy with the changes happening outside with businesses closing and this is the thing despite Sydney really not liking Richie she cares enough to check in with his emotional state he looks like he's sad are you okay which is something that carmine seems to lack (laughs) and i'm wondering what more goes into that um very quickly after that he's having this conversation about gentrification oh you young people don't understand i hate when people start those conversations it's like okay i under i respect that you went through a certain amount of things certain amount of time but i grew up through a different time and i shouldn't have to be put emotionally on the hook for shit who that happened before i was ever birthed out into the universe (laughs) i cannot see things from your perspective just because those are the values that you had good i'm glad those are the values maybe some of those values will rub off on me that i find beneficial but you cannot put your values on me that's not allowed that's not good parenting there are not a lot of good parents in america (laughs) i'll be joking about the british and their because they just so fucking loose europeans with their children like they just grown at fucking 12 but but they do seem to allow individualism a lot more than we do as parents in the country was that bar that was being closed series i think that it was but he points out that it's been a commonplace occurrence with many neighbor or she pointed it out but change or differences don't mean it's a worse thing or it's bad if it gets better but Richie is attached to the memories of the past, even if it's rather toxic for the current times and bristles at the idea. But yeah, that's what I go back to with like Bill Burr. You can't cancel dead people. That's just stupid. <laughs> uh, you gotta always rain both sides in because they're always extreme. But yeah, you can't expect someone from 19... 19- 50 to have ideas growing up in the 1920s what the fuck uh some of them we just don't need to be putting on the like we need to tell the whole damn story that's the problem is the the lack of transparency (laughs) and the selective idealism and and school curriculum is what the problem is not who they were exactly because everyone seems to come with a little bit of good a little bit of bad but it's all about how the feather tips right anyhow this conversation is up interrupted by some bullets and i'm like what the fuck (laughs) 
the calmness with which Richie and Sid both closest to danger reacted made it known that this is this is how people in war zones when other outsiders are looking in being like how could you grow up with that if you've always grown up in a certain way you simply adapt you don't know anything outside of it and there are neighborhoods in this country particularly in chicago that have an ingrained societal response to gunshots and it is indifference it emphasizes the point though that change isn't bad it can actually i don't know be beneficial despite the culture and heritage which i want to bring that back um a little bit later but my last point about their conversation is that people who who bristle and stay stuck to the idea of things being in the past like they're they're stubborn against the idea of moving forward without them themselves expanding or growing because we think growth stops at when you're 18 (laughs) they don't we don't understand that knowledge is a continuous cycle it doesn't you can't have one set of ideas it should be flexible over time continuously building on itself and as wisdom accumulates as more perspectives are known as things become circumstantial versus actual there are so many things but people don't think that you should evolve as time evolves and unfortunately those are the people that end up the most mentally and economically lost they join hate groups or trump rallies because nostalgia is deceptive nostalgia is comfortable nostalgia rework memories in which you are always the protagonist uh richie goes to crooked john and asks him to ask around about who shot up his place in exchange for allowing them to stay where they were already standing despite (laughs) richie's bravado of control he clearly doesn't have the authority he once had and let's be real mikey was probably the muscle richie's the batshit crazy friend who will pull out a gun at any moment Whereas Mikey's the one people actually feared and maybe respected at the same time. But they both remark of how construction, aka gentrification, is cutting down their lucrative drug business. What a shame. Sugar said, should we call the cops? No. Hell no. Sugar kind of reminds me of myself just a bit, which is why she's growing on me as a character even when i disagree (laughs) with some of her choices but she is the one that got away from the neighborhood (laughs) got herself a square ass boyfriend follows the law that's like you know i'm despite it all i'm not about this criminal you know you got shady ass family members but you are not involved at all in the shady ass it's like don't even ask me my mom asked me that the other day can you uh doctor me some tests i said do you got the fucking wrong one 
you're crazy. You better speak to my other sister. You know I don't get involved in schemes. Uh, she says, I'm going to lose my house, to which Carmine replies, well, don't co-sign for a drug addict. Oh, yeah, I got that cold heart. I shut the door. They, they, they both was like, yeah, I would have. He said I would have did the same thing later on. I'm like, I would not have. <laughs> you can't even get bail money out of me. She believes he's continuing obsessing over work in an avoidance of his trauma. And the more she pushes, they both get angrier. He joins Richie throwing himself a pity party of feeling useless as he can't even recall what sugar needs to help her out of her bind as neither are good at paperwork a thing (laughs) that is rather asinine considering one owns the business and the other operates it are you not embarrassed this is really embarrassing there is a burn on Carmine's arm from when he was a kid. He was trying to break up a fight between Neil. Damn, they go back way back. I almost know absolutely no one from my childhood that isn't family. <laughs> Even some of us aren't close. Um, but he fell into the fire pit. Jeez. Richie's headspace is being labeled Richie bad news in his baby mama's phone for obvious reasons and thus his daughter asked if it was true uh so he's depressed about that because bad news is contagiously pessimistic fuck it up fuck it up don't give a shit anymore fuck it up fuck it up flip the table screw you up grow the fuck up i find it interesting that he goes to richie first to open up carmine about the fact that it's like have you ever dealt with a feeling because here he is reaching out for some some guidance really and richie self-absorbed is completely in his own melancholy over his life and his place in his life Whereas Carmi is over here basically being anxious over the idea of accepting something good in his life due to the idea that something bad will follow it or he loses it. He finds himself rejecting the idea of opening up to his sister, but goes to Richie and Richie is absolutely of no service to him. But when he goes back into the restaurant for lunch service, you see the success, the the changes that he has made, the synchronicity, synchronicity that he's managed in the shop, the clarity Uh, everyone's adopted to the technique and the consistency something that's also brought up with his sister even in opening the shop richie has a purpose as the man who is the link to the old community a familiar face greeting them that gives the place an authenticity 
That has people lined up for lunch service outside the door. Uh, Sydney works on her risotto, presents it to Tina. I'm so glad they're friends now. I love it. And she congratulates her on it. So does everyone else passing by eager to try it out. I thought that was pretty funny. And while she certainly accepts their praise, she asks Carmine, because that's the one she cares about the most, seeking the validity or validation from. And he's happy that she at least learned to ask instead of demand that he try her risotto. And he says it's tremendous. So she takes that as a green light to the idea of maybe we can incorporate this he does tell her that she needs to loosen up the sauce which she accepts the feedback but tremendous from a james beard award winner isn't like praise so she's like i don't understand why can't we just try this out you know serve it as a special it doesn't even need to be all the time but carmine shuts it down saying it isn't perfect she wants to move forward. He is too fearful to allow success, especially in the face of his br- brother's failure, maybe. Sydney is disappointed and gives the dish to a customer after introducing herself. Sugar and Carmi open up, still searching for the tax docs, with him knowing he would have done the same stupid thing, co signing for their brother. Even though after finding pills in one of the drawers he clearly was a problem she is legitimately upset that he never asked how she is which isn't childish it's a basic foundation of any relationship and that they never spend any beneficial time together she blames the restaurant but he points out you don't blame mom you don't blame mikey but she points out the restaurant is what all of our time our money our identity has been put into she wants things to be consistent which he admits is reasonable considering that's exactly what he is seeking so he has a correlation of how she's feeling he explains he doesn't really know or understand how to describe his own emotions and thus never consider the idea of asking someone else their own and as i stated earlier i like the juxtaposition of him going to his cousin the likely mikey choice first and getting some actual comfort from the person who is most eager to be receptive to that and then they find the taxes in a file labeled shit Sydney is happy the customer likes her dish before carrying on, but the day is interrupted once again by the gangsters outside with Richie frantically looking for his gun to break up the very mild, (laughs) considering there was gunshots earlier, the very mild uh, little tussle outside. Sydney plays diplomat, making a deal with both gangs in in exchange for food. Just as Richie finds his gun feeling deflated at her success and his lack of needing violence to solve the problem. She even says it's handled. It's fine. Maybe you can treat people like treat people. These are fucking 50 year old heart attack. 
they've lost a lot of what they're they're trying to hold on desperately just as much as you are to the past and and uh really they just they 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 yeah he tries to get tina to listen to his story but finds himself walked out of the kitchen especially when he starts throwing things and getting in uh, sydney's face because she's trying to help tina get rid of the bee in her ear and tina breaks down and admits look you need to go these kids yes are young as you say but they have managed to make this place clean it is working i've up my game it's good it's good and i don't want to shit on something that is i want a place to go to work that i'm proud to work at i don't want that to just go back to the way it was because seeing it in a different perspective you realize okay there is something to be benefited from the extra work that we are putting in because richie hasn't put in any extra fucking work at all (laughs) he finds himself now on the outside and he kind of breaks down like i don't need this right now but she's like it's too bad carmy apologizes to sid for being shitty with her but she brushes it off how long you gonna deal with that girl how long you gonna have to get him you gonna have to get him to have a conversation with her and that conversation begin and end when both of them agree and then what does this bitch ass richie do at the height of them finding the rhythm he calls the fucking police a really good episode i'm looking forward to the penultimate if you want to send feedback like couch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below once again my social media will be there like share subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and blacker magic <laughs>